Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Faith over fear. I ain't worried about some fake pandemic. Coronavirus vaccines are now poised to be distributed all over the country. And yet COVID-19 is still surging. The political debate over public health policy is as heated as ever. And I don't wear a mask when I go in either. Will vaccines meet the same resistance that we've seen to masks? The agency is very concerned about vaccine hesitancy. That's FDA Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn speaking at a news conference on Saturday the day after they announced the emergency use authorization of the Pfizer vaccine. We believe that that transparency, as well as the rigorous scientific review that we've done, goes a long way to providing confidence and trust of the American people and FDA and this vaccine. As a physician, I gotta tell you, I've been alarmed by all these conspiracy theories and disinformation that's been so widespread this year. Even basic public health measures have become politicized. So for today's episode, I'm going to hand things over to CNN's Ellie Reeve, who's been reporting on the anti-vax phenomenon in rural Tennessee. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. We're not going to close our church, ladies and gentlemen, because of COVID-19. Greg Locke is a pastor in conservative Wilson County, Tennessee. He says he's grown his congregation this year by protesting COVID control measures. There's a lot of sincere people that are doing their best to put out a vaccine, but that doesn't mean I'm going to take it. And I don't believe the government can tell me, you know, when or how I can stick a needle in my arm or my kids' arms. Super government overreach. Locke says he moved services outdoors not to limit the spread of COVID, but to handle all the new people who've come. Uh, I'm saying the sickness is real. I'm saying the pandemic is not. I don't understand what you mean when the, you say pandemic's not real. Pandemic is not real. But That's what do you think a pandemic is? Not COVID-19. But what it is do no you pandemic. think a pandemic is? I think we stuck on the That's Pastor Locke's PR guy telling me to move on. It's, it's well, then why can't you answer it? I, I did. There's no pandemic. <laughs> COVID-19 is not a pandemic. But what is a pandemic then? Not what we're experiencing. We've not seen a pandemic in, I'm 44 years old. We've not had one in my lifetime, so I don't know. And this is not it. To be clear, a pandemic is a disease outbreak that spreads across many countries and affects many people. The World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a pandemic in March. And experts say about 70% of people will need to get vaccinated to control COVID-19's spread. I spoke with some of Pastor Locke's congregation to try to get to the root of their resistance to this vaccine. It's not been tested enough. We don't know what's going to happen with it. Later on, it may help you now, but in the future, it could cause more harm to your body if you get it again. It's not, you know, the anti-vaccination, you know, ah, oh, it's the devil. It's like, personally, it's a choice. So I believe it should be a choice for everyone. Some people at the service told us they'd seen Pastor Locke on Facebook and liked his message. 
Donald Trump won the election by a landslide, and he will be re-elected as the president of the United States. We wanted to know how widespread his views are. So we drove deeper into Wilson County, where there's a COVID testing site at the fairgrounds. Y'all will never go to a fairgrounds where anybody's as proud of their bathrooms as I am. Come on, come on in. We met Quentin Smith, a cattle farmer who runs the agricultural center there. He takes extra care to keep things sanitized during COVID. I'm cautious about running out and doing anything. It, you know, I think everybody's excited about there being a vaccine, but I think it's going to be kind of everybody waiting around and watching the first responders and the nursing home folks and, and what kind of, uh, you know, if there's any reaction to it. Let me tell you what my daddy always told me. Son, don't never believe anything you hear and only half what you see. Unfortunately, this kind of skepticism isn't a new phenomenon. And it isn't limited to Americans. There has been vaccine hesitancy around the globe from the very beginning, just shortly following the discovery of the smallpox vaccination in 1796. That's Katie Cahill from the Howard Baker Jr. Center for Public Policy in Knoxville. There was a Supreme Court case in 1905, actually in the United States, about a gentleman's refusal to accept a smallpox vaccination. And he had been fined by Cambridge, Massachusetts, the community, which was trying to enforce um, a mandatory vaccine for smallpox. And uh, it went all the way to Supreme Court. So this is not a new conversation. Cahill is one of the leaders of a survey commissioned by the governor to track Tennesseans' response to COVID, masking, and the vaccine. Vaccinations generally, I argue basically based on my research, are it's really a telltale sign of how uh, the public feels about the government, the trust in government. Um, not just trust in science, but trust in government services more broadly, as well as, you know, their sense of obligation to each other. Cahill says her research has shown a lower trust in government, specifically what she calls diffuse support. So it's the idea that people generally trust government um, and government institutions in most circumstances. So it's distinguished from specific support, which means that, you know, uh, the public specifically supports an individual government decision or policy or program. And so I would say that what we're seeing is over time, there has been some eroding of that diffuse support for government um, and government institutions more broadly. The approach to COVID nationally, as well as locally, has had substantial political overtones. There's no doubt about it. And this has inhibited, I think, our response to COVID. Dr. William Schaffner has been working on infectious disease at Vanderbilt University since the 1960s. Once you move out of Nashville into more rural counties, the resistance to wearing a mask, the concern for COVID as a problem is much diminished. And this is paradoxical because this virus has now moved from cities out into rural areas. It's spreading in our rural counties uncontrolled. There's nobody in those rural counties who doesn't know someone who has acquired COVID, been hospitalized, and many people know someone who's died of COVID. But they still, interestingly enough, are not all that concerned. They're not likely to wear masks. Uh, It's very attitudinal, and it will not be easy to change those attitudes. Dr. Schaffner says that in order to overcome that skepticism, public health officials have to build trust. I would tell somebody who's really reluctant to get the vaccine to relax, take their time, think about information, come back and watch what's going on, and then come back and keep asking me questions and I'll do the best to give you 
straight, honest, clear, science-based information. You have to respect where they're coming from and give them the opportunity to make up their own minds. That's very important. That way, you can build trust. This is all about trust. Based on our interviews and recent polling, Pastor Locke represents an outspoken minority. Surveys by the Pew Research Center found that Republicans are less likely than Democrats to see COVID as a major threat to public health, but also that there's a growing acceptance of the vaccine nationwide, including among Republicans. 60% of Americans say they'd take it, and nearly half of those who are reluctant say it's possible they'd get it after others do so. I, I probably will go on and take the vaccine. That's Quentin Smith again from the Wilson County Fairgrounds. Anything new that has not been proven, I'm not sure I want to be the guinea pig, you know. We also talked to Gwen Scott. She's the fairgrounds historian. And I really wish there were more, was time for more testing, but there's not. And we're losing too many people too fast, so we have got to do what we can. I know it's become a political issue at times, but it shouldn't be. This is a, a health issue. So how do we get the message out and try to depoliticize this? Here's Dr. Schaffner again. We will try to use every means of communication. The mass media are going to be absolutely critical. I think we will be working through religious organizations. We will try to enlist the local political leadership. We want to get this economy going again. If we can enlist business leaders at the local level who know people by their first names to say, it's really important to get vaccinated, they will play a large role. We're going to count on community leaders, folks like Pastor Locke, who unfortunately is still not convinced. I asked him if he would tell members of his congregation not to get the vaccine. Members of my congregation can do what they want to, but they'll watch my videos and know that I'm not getting it. So you expect them to model your behavior? I expect them to use their Bible and use their brain. As widespread distribution of a coronavirus vaccine becomes a reality, I'm really worried about this sort of vaccine skepticism and hesitancy. It's important to have trust in the scientific process and our regulatory agencies. Some of our best minds have been working around the clock to develop these vaccines in record time and then get them out to the public. It has been amazing to see all of this unfold, and I, for one, am looking forward to getting the shot when my time comes. I've also looked at the data, how effective these vaccines are and how safe. You should do the same. But in the end, for me, I'm comfortable with it. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.